Hello there, my name is Danny Oman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our garden. Every week we'll be looking at a different bird and this week we'll be looking at the fabulous house martin. It is often said that one swallow doesn't make a summer, but a house martin just might. A visitor from Africa during the longer months, the house martin tends to arrive a little later than its fellow migrant, the swallow, normally around April, and leave a little later, possibly remaining until October. Once it is here, it lives up to its name, and like the human population itself, goes on the hunt for a good house in which to live. House martins are generally urban birds, making their homes in eaves of buildings from which they swoop out and away to spend their days feeding on aerial insects. If you do have a house martin nesting in your house, check to see whether open windows might impede their flight path. Interestingly enough, one of the martin's greatest rivals is the apparently innocuous house sparrow. Okay, note the name. House sparrows do have a habit of breaking and entering martins' homes in search of nest sites of their own, sometimes even destroying the eggs in the process. You can deter sparrows though, by hanging a series of weighted strings about 15 centimetres in front of a martin's nest. House martins have no difficulty in flying up to their nests at a steep angle, but house sparrows do, and they should be deterred by the strings. House sparrows do need encouragement to nest though, So if you want to deter them from a house martin's nest, provide alternative nest boxes for them elsewhere in the eaves. If you do have house martins nesting in your home, take a good look at them. In the air they appear to be predominantly black and white birds, but a close look through a pair of binoculars at a house martin clinging to the outside of its nest reveals a plumage of rich velvet, which, when catches the light, shows you that summer has truly arrived. Do you have problems with distinguishing house martins and swallows, sand martins and swifts? You're not alone. House martins, sand martins and swallows are all roughly robin to blackbird sized birds in the same family and are not only easily confused with one another but also with the larger unrelated swift. Much of the confusion is down to the fact that these birds have mostly aerial lifestyles and are usually seen when flying at high speeds. In fact, the swift even sleeps on the wing. Although swallows and house martins both have glossy blue backs, try to look out for the swallow's longer forked tail, black head and red chin. A house martin has a purely white underneath and a white rump. House martins are also similar to sand martins, so look out for the latter's brown band round its neck, breaking up the white. Also, sand martins don't nest around buildings like the other three. The adult's sickle-shaped wings and dark underparts distinguish them from swallows and martins, and groups of screeching swifts will also fly very low, offering some great views. It has been claimed that house martins bear a resemblance to another charismatic creature, the killer whale. The colour pattern and shape are certainly similar, despite the size difference, and if you are an insect, the sight of a house martin bearing down, beak ready to snap shut, must be pretty terrifying.
the house martin's normal call is a rather rude fruit noise but it also has a rather nice fruity little song which is sung either in flight or from a perch and is a twittering that carries on all through the summer House martins traditionally built their mud nests on cliff faces, but by the 19th century they started making use of buildings, allowing them to expand their range. The traditional nest sites had all been abandoned by the early 1900s in favour of close association with people, which allowed the birds to exploit even urban areas. House martins build nests on outer walls of buildings under the eaves. Exceptionally, they can be found inside roofs or in sheds. They are colonial nesters, with the average group size of four or five nests, although large colonies with groups of tens or even hundreds of nests are sometimes reported. Town colonies tend to be smaller than countryside ones. The breeding season runs from May to August, when the insects are abundant, but some chicks are still on the nest in September. The nest is made of pellets of mud mixed with grass, lined with feathers and vegetable fibres. A new nest is completed in one or two weeks, while repairs on existing one normally takes only a few days. Four or five white eggs are laid at daily intervals, sometimes delayed by bad weather. Both sexes incubate for 14 to 16 days, and the chicks hatch together. The female broods them for a week, while they are naked and unable to maintain their own body temperature, and after that both parents feed them. The chicks leave the nest at 22 to 23 days, depending on the brood size and the weather. Once fledged, the young return to the nest to roost and to be fed for several days, and can remain in the colony for several more weeks before they disperse to join pre-migratory flocks. House martins are frequently double-brooded, and three broods are not uncommon. Fledged young from the first brood often help their parents feed their second brood. Colonies and nests are usually occupied from one year to the next, although rarely by the same two birds. House martins breed when a year old. Males often return to the colony they fledge from, or close by, while females tend to settle several kilometres away. House martins feed on the wing. The diet is insects such as flies, beetles and aphids. You might imagine that house martins compete for aerial insects with swallows, swifts and sand martins. To some extent they do, but these species tend to feed on different size insects and at different heights, thereby reducing the degree of competition between them. So because of this, um, Peter and Paul cannot help house martins. They only seem to like it if you throw it in the air for them. There are certain things you can do for house martins within your garden and local communities though. Though we cannot supply their choice of food, you can provide muddy ponds or patches of mud in the garden that will encourage the bird to use the material for nest building. You can also put up artificial house martin nests, which may not be used by the birds themselves, but will encourage them to nest nearby. 
House martins are summer visitors, typically from mid-April until October. But after that, where on earth do British house martins go? Well, you tell me. It's one of ornithology's greatest mysteries. Whilst we know a lot about the breeding ecology of house martins in the UK, once September comes and this enigmatic bird heads off to its winter, it virtually disappears from air radar. Recoveries of ring birds from across France and onto North Africa reveal a migration route south, but we have no idea what happens to these birds once they've crossed the Sahara. We think they winter in tropical Africa, and it's thought that they remain on the wing and feed above the canopy of the equatorial rainforest, out of sight of human eyes. Widespread declines in house martin numbers have been reported from Central and Northern Europe since 1970. In recent years, however, the numbers breeding in the UK has fallen by two-thirds, leading to this species being amber-listed as a bird of conservation concern and in need of some help. House martin populations are affected greatly by the weather. They require rain to produce wet mud for nest building and for encouraging the abundance of insect prey, but cold wet weather prevents them from feeding. Large-scale mortality is regularly recorded during and after periods of bad weather, during both breeding and migration. On the other hand, hot and dry weather can result in mortality through dehydration and heat stress. Now, whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after house martins and other garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes water and having the very, very best food available for them, foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores and the nearest store to you can be found in the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk Well that's it from me, I hope you enjoyed this little talk about house martins. For further birds please continue to check out the stream and I look forward to speaking to you soon.